Championbox.com here, and this is actually a pretty important thing that we're going to go over. And you should probably share this with someone that you know has student loans. So, Navient, Navient, right, is to cancel 66,000 loans worth $1.7 to resolve predatory lending claims. Like, this is a pretty big deal right like this is like a situation where someone could be in like a financial position where they literally had no options available to them they were working three four jobs just to make their payments and possibly they might no longer have to do that right they may no longer be underwater per se so let's get right into it January 13th, Reuters, U.S. student loan giant Neviant Corp. will cancel $1.7 billion in debt owed by 66,000 borrowers and recompense 350,000 others to resolve allegations by 38 U.S. states and the District of Columbia that the company preyed on customers and steered many to costly repayment plans. So Thursday's nationwide settlement ends probes and lawsuits into Neviant practices dating back to 2009 when the company was known as Sally Mae. Neviant will pay an additional $142.5 million to the states, including $95 million to harmed borrowers, making the total settlement about $1.85 billion, according to the states. So in a statement, Navient denied breaking any laws or causing harm to borrowers, saying the matter was based on unfounded claims. Now here's the thing, right? As a side note. Personally, the way that I view people with student loans is that typically for the majority of people that got student loans, simply made an agreement to get those student loans. But specifically, from what I've seen, Navient has been super sketchy in how they went about it, right? Like It was like really, really dark and honestly disgusting how they roped in a lot of people into these student loans, but also how they treated people with these student loans, right? So keep that in mind. Like, I'm not a fan of Navient, but also I'm not necessarily a fan of people who don't necessarily want to pay a bill that they signed an agreement to pay for, right? But specifically Navient, when it comes to this, like, they are probably one of the worst companies ever that definitely did something horrendous, right? So there's probably a lot of people that, you know, exactly why they are having to pay the settlement that truly did get screwed over, right? So the state's alleged Navient steered struggling student loan borrowers into costly long-term repayment suspensions instead of counseling them on the benefits of more affordable income-driven repayment plans, the state said. Now, here's the thing. I also saw this as well, and I basically... Some of the things that I've seen when it came down to like Navient and how they dealt with the people that 
really couldn't afford their payments because obviously they had no they really should never have even signed for the payments like there should have been nothing qualifying them to actually sign for those student loans which is like a first issue like like they basically pretty much blatantly lied to a lot of people were like, oh, this is the best way to pay off your loans. This is the smartest way to pay off your loans when it wasn't, right? Like, like they really took advantage of a lot of borrowers, which is really sad. Like, it's just sad. The firm also made predatory loans to private borrowers they knew would struggle to repay them, they said. Now, here's the thing, again, even though... I'm of the viewpoint that if you make an agreement to pay a bill, like basically to repay money that you borrowed, I don't like companies or schools or the government allowing young individuals massive amounts of money, like for student loans, right? When they have no income, no skill set, no real feasible way to pay it off, right? Like, think about that. Do you know how hard it is for a normal individual to simply apply for a mortgage, to apply for a business loan, right? And yet, someone at 18 sometimes even 17, can literally sign a contract giving them six figures plus of student loans with no job, no work history, like with no real like skill set or experience of any kind other than just going to school. Like it's crazy, right? And they can see that you're like a failing student in high school barely passing, and they would still give you student loans for whatever college or university. Like it, it is such a disgusting practice. So Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro, whose state was among those to settle, said Nivient impeded thousands of borrowers from buying homes, starting businesses, and raising families. Navient knew that people relied on their loans to make a better life for themselves and for their children, Shapiro said at a news conference. Instead of helping them, they ran a multi-billion dollar scam. So Navient will cancel about $1.7 billion of subprime private student loan balances owed by about 66,000 borrowers. It will also give more than 350,000 borrowers who were placed in long-term repayment suspension $260 each, which, come on, right? $260 each, that is like nothing, okay? That is nothing. Navian would notify borrowers who private loans are being canceled, but July and refund payments after June 30th. The state said borrowers eligible for restitution will be notified by mail this spring. For many borrowers, removing this debt will be life-changing. Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healy said at the press conference. So the settlement comes as President Joe Biden's Democratic administration aims to get a grip on the country's student loan crisis and ramp up scrutiny. Blah, 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 blah. 
Yes, so the settling states accused Navient of encouraging struggling student loan borrowers to delay, to delay payments instead of counseling them on the benefits of affordable income-driven repayment plans. This caused interest to accrue on borrowers' loan balances, pushing them further into debt, the state said. Navient was also accused of making predatory subprime private loans, often to attend for-profit schools with low graduation rates that the Wellington, Delaware-based company knew borrowers would have trouble repaying. And the state said Navient used these practices to induce colleges and universities to treat it as a preferred lender for profitable federal and prime private loans. And so in a statement, Navient Chief Legal Officer Mark Helene said the statement would spare the company the time, cost, and distraction of future of further litigation. Sally May in 2014 split off Navient from his private education lending business, which is known as SLM Corp. In late afternoon trading, Navient shares were up 0.009% at $21.91. So, yeah, this is pretty crazy. Let's actually check out the uh, some of the comments on this article. I think that would be pretty interesting. And by the way, if you end up stumbling upon this episode, feel free to give your thoughts. Have you been personally screwed over by Navient? Like specifically Navient? What are your thoughts on student loans? Are you happy for this? Do you not like this? Right? To me, when you have a company that is giving out student loans and they do this in such a disgusting way and screwing over people, it's completely wrong. That being said... For other student loan borrowers who signed a contract knowing how much money they would go into debt for and they were disclosed all this and they still signed it, you signed an agreement, you need to pay it, right? So I'm definitely not for people just completely forgiving student loans for everyone. To me, it doesn't make any sense because you made an agreement to borrow this money and pay it off and pay it back, right? But with Navient, they literally screwed over people, right? They literally committed fraud. Like, this is crazy. Like, a lot of the stuff that they did were blatantly illegal. So let's check out the comments. Let's see. Someone's actually typing, too, while we're checking this out. So what is really disgusting is how companies can settle and make huge payments in the settlement and still come out in the green making billions. <laughs> Pfizer. Just another example of how much the ultra-rich really make and how they don't care about people, only money, and I bet anything they still engage in these horrible loan practices today knowing they will still profit. And that's the problem. That is the biggest problem that I have with all the discussions about forgiving student loan debt, right? When you're thinking about or you know discussing broad legislation to forgive all student loan debt, while also you're still giving out student loan debt, it literally does not make sense. You're still going to make these companies massive amounts of money. You're still going to have the government basically screwing people over as well. So it's like, what are you actually trying to solve? Hmm, forgive $1.85 billion in loans sure sounds like admitting to predatory practices. Of course, making a profit is the goal of any business, but any entity that can foot that bill surely has obscenely obese 
unjustifiably greedy profits. Okay, so the problem with this student loan issue is that there is not enough education provided at the time these loans are taken out. During repayment, the borrower is told to rely on their loan provider to help support them to pay the loan back. There are widespread issues with companies like Navient who don't want the loan paid back but only want to grow it. This is not an isolated issue. Navient was sued by over 12 states for issues exactly like the ones discussed in this article. Even loans that were taken out in good faith have grown out of control due to their corrupt business practices. And this is the thing that I have the biggest issue with, right? Is their corrupt practices, right? Because like, this is where you get into a situation where someone, you know, took out like a student loan to get their undergrad. It was maybe only like $20,000, $30,000, a lot of money, but not crazy, crazy. Not like six figures. So they ended up, you know, working a job. Was maybe something ended up happening and, you know, they had to go work part time. And that basically got them into a situation where, like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to make the same amount of payments on time. Can I do something about this? Can I work around this? Like, can you guys help me? And then they suggest to this individual a really bad idea and ends up basically getting them into a situation where their loan balance will actually start to increase because of the interest that they're having to pay. And it could get into a situation where a lot of these people that are paying these student loans are barely paying the interest, right? And may never be touching the actual principal of the student loan that they originally took out, depending on how their loan company basically persuaded them to end up repaying it. So that's the problem that I have because you end up getting into a situation where someone who maybe took out like a $30,000 loan could actually pay it off, but something in their personal life happened, and so they basically put them on the like back burner or like did something with it to where they're no longer up to date and they're forced to do a different repayment plan. They get persuaded, maybe only in a situation where they're basically only paying like the minimum amount, right? And now five years later, 10 years later, that $30,000 student loan is now actually $60,000, $80,000. And now they can barely even pay the interest on that now. So it gets into like a really bad situation where because of these horrendous business practices, you have people potentially getting screwed for the rest of their lives. So both the lenders and the universities bear responsibility for the huge student debt. As more money was made available to students to borrow the schools, just raise their tuition to absorb the additional monies available. Tuition has increased at 4.6 times the rate of inflation. Meantime, the universities have been building new buildings and acquiring more land fast as they can go, plus their endowments have swelled. In 2020, there were 65 universities with endowment assets of $1 billion or greater. And professor salaries increased from $22,649 in 1975 to $108,310 in 2012, while the median university president salary was $627,750 in 
I think financial year 2007-2008, an increase of 5.5% from the previous year, and as of 2009, there were 23 private university presidents making over $1 million per year when there were none in 2002 and only 31 making over 500 k What a change in just seven years. Yeah, I mean, this is like a situation where you have a lot of like presidents, right? Even just high-ranking professors literally driving like brand new Ferraris and Lamborghinis on their university because of how much they're getting paid from the university. Yeah, our children, young adults, and their parents are being (laughs) abused by higher education, to put it lightly. Right, So the worst part of this is those of us that worked multiple jobs and stayed in on weekends to pay off our debt, get punished for being responsible, a friend who had almost 30k disappeared worked under the table for 10 years. Had plenty of money to pay off loans, chose to not pay the loans, and go out to the bar three to four times a week, countless concerts, vacations, and beach routes. His credit is not even hit from this. This is infuriating beyond belief. And this is also a pretty important thing to bring up, right? Because this gets into that situation where now you also have people who, even when they were getting screwed over, even when you know they were getting basically slapped around, they worked extremely hard to pay off their student loans, and they did, and then they're like slacker buddy basically ends up getting their student loans forgiven and they did not make any effort into taking care of their own student loans, right? And the way to really think about it too is that, well, now you're in a situation where the money that is actually basically forgiving those student loans are also pretty much your own tax dollars. So imagine a situation where like, let's put it like this. Right? Say you spent $1,000 on a credit card and you paid it off. Right? Like you worked hard and you paid it off. Well, now think about at the same time your buddy paid off $1,000. Right? But now, well, they didn't pay off $1,000, they charged $1,000 on their credit card. Right, they do nothing to it. They let it grow to like two thousand, three thousand, five thousand dollars because of the interest. They're only making minimum payments, and now out of nowhere, their debt gets forgiven. Right after you had already paid off your credit card debt, but also some of the money that was used to basically get rid of their credit card debt is actually some of your money, right? Because a lot of people don't understand that like a lot of these like student loan companies end up being tied extremely to the United States government and it gets into like this really murky thing, which like this is this is the thing to really understand. Anytime money is forgiven, that money didn't just come out of nowhere. Right? That money was shifted from something else and more than likely a good portion of it was actually your own money, right? So, like, anytime, you know, the government ends up basically, like, you know, politicians end up saying, like, oh, we're going to forgive all student loan debt, understand that is your money also paying for other people's student loans, right? So, how do you feel about that? 
Are you perfectly okay with your own money being used to pay off other people's student loans who, where they did literally potentially no work to actually work it off? Potentially. Because you know that's not every case, but that is a case out there. So while in college, I lived at home, commuted daily to a state school, and worked two part-time jobs until I graduated. In doing so, I was pretty broke, but I never had to take out a loan for college. I suspect that strategy may still work for some. I would have to agree. Just a slap on Nevian's hand, I would have to agree with that one too. Five years ago, I had my student loans down to $8,000 from about $36,000 originally. When I lost my job, I contacted Nevian and they suggested I consolidate my loans and then apply for a forbearance. I don't remember why but they told me a forbearance was impossible with my current loans, all were current at the time, and I'd never missed a payment, and that the consolidation would allow the forbearance. They emailed me the consolidation package, and I read it through, and the first thing that jumped out at me was the clause that accepting the consolidation loan would void Mark Perkins' loan cancellation and reinstate the loan amounts totaling $10,000, not included in the $36,000 above. I knew I wasn't going for that, but I also asked a lawyer friend who has dealt with predatory lenders to read the paperwork. She reviewed it and pointed out a section I missed, which stated that the interest rate would be 5.5%. Great, right? Except the next sentence stated that if I applied for and received a forbearance when payments resumed, the interest rate would be 12.1%. If the forbearance had been 6 to 12 months and 15%, if it exceeded 12 months. She also pointed out that even if I didn't take the forbearance, the schedule payments and monthly payments they'd set as a minimum would add $14 per month to my balance owed. And this is actually a perfect example of a comment that I'm just going to probably like end it here because this is so important to really understand. Like The reason why I'm pretty pissed off at Navient and a lot of people should be is this example right like this situation like the way that they did this is disgusting blatantly screwing over people causing them to potentially basically trick them into signing an agreement that would force their actual balance to grow and every single time that they make a payment it does nothing to their principal nothing to their balance that they owe And that is the most disgusting thing about this business is that they did this. And this is the biggest problem that I had with Navient is that they would do things like this, right? Where they would trick people or just blatantly screw people over, right? Because they want you to be paying your student loans for the rest of your life, even when you're taking Social Security, okay? And there are people right now where their Social Security is getting docked because of their student loans. So that's my take on this. Feel free to give your thoughts. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. This is just a disgusting, disgusting company. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple 
and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point and if you want to learn how to make money online go down below as well and we'll see you in future episodes